Hey guys, you found the bonus episodes of the Shape Your Family podcast. Thanks for being true fans. These episodes were originally Facebook Live videos. So with that said, let's get started. Welcome to the Shape Your Family podcast. I'm Skip. And I'm Beth. We believe that you can live an amazing family life by intentionally developing love and connection in your home. We're a real family. And after four kids and over 20 years of marriage, we've learned some real solutions. We'd love to share with you everything we've cultivated along the way. We're glad you've joined us today. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the family. family. Hi. Hey. Skip and Beth here. here. Valentine's week. So we have a question. What is love? Some mom jeans, be dancing some dad dance moves, mom jean dance moves. <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> Baby, you're hurting my ears. I said, uh, hey, let's play the song. And Skip's like, okay, just like on a different phone. I said, yeah. And he said, okay, that's like living in your mom's basement sort of style. It's like living in your mom's basement productions, Inc. Yes. <laughs> so here we are, live from our mother's basement. Slash master bedroom. And actually, we're in Florida, so what is a basement? What is a basement? I have no not idea. As, not as what is love, what is a basement? What is love? What is a basement? Baby, don't hurt what is a basement? No more. Good stuff. We have high sea levels. We know what high sea levels are. Yeah, nice warm seas. I've been in the seas in California, not so warm. Right. That was yucky. So we have the Gulf of Mexico at our doorstep. Gulf of Mexico at our doorstep. Mexico is just a short boat ride away. Mm. <laughs> Or I'm not good at geography. <laughs> Short is a relative term. So, yes, yeah, so you can get Might to Mexico a in a boat day. faster than you can get to, like, Saturn in a space <laughs> rocket. I had a Saturn once. Yeah, you had you to bring that up. Had to bring that up. <laughs> that was not love. <laughs> that went in the ocean. No, not in the ocean. No, into a flood. In the rainwater. Yeah. Welcome to Valentine's Welcome. Week. Valentine's week. Valentine's week. Valentine's she, month. She made me wear red. I would never wear this shirt tonight. Skip's like, hey, we're going to be on Facebook Live. Can we both wear Not red? True. All I want to do is match you. That's all I ever want in my yeah. whole life is to match you. Mm. So here we are. Here we are. Matching. Matches. Matching. But her red totally clashes with my red. Too bad his red is the wrong red, because it doesn't go with my red. Can you guys hear my chair squeak? It's, Honestly. It irritates me. Is that the only thing that's irritating right now? Yes. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> See, I laugh. You can hear it squeak. Yeah, you're now you guys squeaky. Listen to the, if only there was somebody at the house that knew how to fix squeaky chairs. If only, if only someone with yeah, power tools there. lived here. No, I just can't touch the back of the chair, but I gotta lean forward. Is this better? God. I won't Cons move when Cheryl is doing Facebook Live, can we come to your house? Because Skip needs Skip needs to get out of the house or something. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Everybody like these flowers? These are best we Valentine's flowers. flowers. Bought them for myself. Bought them for herself. They're perennials from Michael's. Never, ever, ever die. Never die. There. Now I got them centered. This is how much Skip loves me because he hates fake flowers. I do hate and fake I'm flowers. And I'm old and I was like, hey, how about if we buy fake flowers? Is this your surprise topic? No. That would have been surprise. a good Surprise. Fake flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I hate fake flowers. Okay. That's our surprise topic. I think fake flowers, even if you buy the best fake flowers there are, seriously, like the ones that have little water droplets on the leaves and stuff and the, like, the fake water in the vase that's made out of acrylic or something. It gets dusty, like in two weeks. And then you're like trying to dust the flowers and the petals are falling off of them. Blah, blah, blah. I, I hate fake flowers. I W all time duster. 
I will not dust so fake flowers. you can be up on it. I throw fake flowers in the garbage. I How do not about dust if you them. dust with a power tool? Like if you have this little air can. Real flowers like... are too beautiful and they smell too good to be buying fake flowers. That's true. But real flowers, you have to actually go and get them every week. I guess I could have them delivered. Yeah, do that. But these flowers, Publix has you like buy the cheapest flowers, like four dollars, three ninety nine, two ninety nine. You get a whole bouquet cheap. of some kind of flowers. You they can do that every cheap. week. Although several times, I a did week. see on Pinterest how they take grocery store flowers and they make it all filled in with like more expensive things to make it look better. Yes. So maybe that's what I need to do. That's the trick. Thank you, Pinterest. <laughs> Curse you, Pinterest. <laughs> All right, you ready for a surprise topic surprise number topic. one? Am I going first this week? Am I going first? Am I going first? I need to go first, and just I'm in case we pick the sure same we topic. Have the same thing. <laughs> okay, who's going first? You can. My surprise topic this week. Speaking of Valentine's Day. Speaking of Valentine's and Day. And red and flowers. And red and flowers. Is Hallmark Incorporation. Okay. That and was not the same thing. They've changed a regular holiday into this commercialized spend your whole month's paycheck on valentine's day holiday yes i along those lines i'll just join in with your surprise topic oh we're gonna have the same surprise topic sure valentine's day is our surprise topic and my idea is which do you like better Conversation hearts or chocolate? Oh, whoa, conversation hearts by far. So on Valentine's I Day. would like to talk about the fact how I hate conversation hearts. What? And. We have a whole bag of them. I know, you bought them. I'm going to kill those hearts tonight. And. That sounds I funny. Hate, I'm going to kill the hearts. <laughs> I hate candy corn. I'm going to crush the hearts in my teeth. So, you are the guy who eats those sicky sweet. I do love things. holiday candy. For whatever reason, when it comes to holidays, I love all the holiday candy. So like at in the fall or Halloween time, I love candy corn. I love the Valentine's Day hearts. Um, what else? But here's what you should like. You should like Godiva chocolates yeah. and Godiva's caramel apples and uh, good, not a big fan. good candy. I like caramel apples. I don't like eating the caramel apple off the stick. But if, you, if the caramel apple's not on the stick and you can cut it to where it's like wedges of apple with caramel on it, delicious. Shreya's with me. Shreya says they taste like Tums. I totally agree. Mm -mm. And I'm sort of an expert on Tums after being pregnant so many times. <laughs> I had a whole bunch of them. She did. That's a true story. Lana says females definitely prefer chocolate. Mm. I wonder if that is... 100% across the board. What other probably holiday, 80%. Let's, let's talk about more holiday candies. What other holiday candies are there? Well, Conversation Hearts and Candy Corn Christmas are the same Christmas has candy canes. I like to eat a candy. It's the only I time I eat peppermint. Is don't enjoy time. candy canes. What else? What other holiday? I, Easter is chocolate. That's the that's the chocolate holiday to me. Eat, and of course, I was just about to say that Easter is the one where I'll actually do jelly beans or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Of course, we're opposite. So, we do like. I feel like you need to eat a chocolate rabbit, one of those cheap, stale chocolate rabbits on how on Easter. We, no, also, those are gross. I want good chocolate. And I also like the uh, Cadbury eggs we, with the hey, icing in the guess middle. Guess what? What? We both like Cadbury eggs. <laughs> but you know what? I don't like pounds. <laughs> you guys saw that, right? His fist came at me. His fist. <laughs> Somebody called DCF. I'd be my life. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, we've right. completely off of my surprise topic, which is the fact that Hallmark has oh, made the Valentine's holiday over-commercialized. Yes, we are going to rant. Oh. Because... When you say we are going to rant... Literally. You mean you are okay. going to rant. Thanks right? to Hallmark, of course, everybody else takes suit, right? So, uh, a thing of flowers that I can buy in a week for $6 of roses costs $60 on the first two weeks of February. Does everybody's husband have this It's terrible. Issue? It's terrible. It's terrible. But what about when we were dating? Did you mind spending so much money? Yeah. <laughs> but when you're dating, you just do it. You don't... <laughs> oh! You don't rant busted. until you get the ring. <laughs> as soon as the ring goes on... As the ring goes on, the, the rant comes out. The flowers and the chocolate come out. Oh, you'll still do it. I'll but still you're do gonna it. I'm going to rant about it the yeah. whole time. Of course. Can't buy six dollar roses for sixty dollars and say, "Oh, this is cool." On behalf of women everywhere, we don't want to hear your complaints. Whatever. Just spend a bunch of money on spend us and a bunch smile of about it. Smile and wave, boys. <laughs> smile and wave. 
really funny story. I stopped by the Dollar General to get the kids little Valentine's candy, little packs of the uh, conversational hearts. And there was like seven men in there, like standing. <laughs> Getting that and... one like 7-Eleven rose, like that one like single rose it's half felt. dead. No, there's like the felt rose <laughs> that they keep by the register. The top of it's all like velvet or something. That's better than the ones that are like boxers rolled up to look like roses. Or what about the fake rose yeah. that you open up and there's like an engagement ring in it that you bought at Walmart for $8? <laughs> the ring, not the heart. The flower costs more than the engagement ring. <laughs> Those Walmart rings are pretty awesome. Those Walmart rings are awesome. Are you wearing your Walmart ring? No, nope. you're wearing your real life ring. <laughs> Every once in a while, Beth will buy like the J-Lo diamond at Walmart or something. It's, it's kind of fun. It is fun. Change it up a little. Yep, and everybody knows how. Like I just spend money on my wife and her jewelry and stuff, so that they just assume it's real. Basically J Lo. Yeah. Basically J Lo. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got the hoops going on. The J Lo hoops. Yeah. Looking good. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that later, though. <laughs> <laughs> so the surprise topic for me was Hallmark and how I dislike Hallmark. Holiday. All right, extra surprise topic. I'll just extra jump. I'm just gonna topic. add one in there. All right. I think we should talk about, since it's Valentine's Day week, we should talk about your love for Patrick Swayze. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, how I adore Patrick. When we started dating, Skip had like six movies, VCR tapes. It wasn't, and yeah. <laughs> they were all every time. Patrick Swayze. I had four VCR tapes when me and Beth started dating. I owned four of them. Three of them happened to be Patrick Swayze movies, but they were the cool ones. They weren't like the goofy. I didn't have Dirty Dancing or anything. Uh, I had, had um, Point, the one, your Point Break, Point Break, which was, was my favorite, very movie, back favorite in the day. movie. I had Next of Kin. Did you? I yes. think you had Red Dawn and Roadhouse. Oh, Red Dawn. Had? No, I had Red Dawn and Roadhouse. Was it Roadhouse? I don't know. It might have been Roadhouse, but it was definitely Red Dawn. And Point Break, which are two really good movies from the late 80s, early 90s. So, of course, we turn this into that A running joke. So I had, the reason he had and, all those movies and quite honestly, because the, he's the fourth one was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or something goofy like that. Like, it was just silly. Which, if he, Patrick would have been in that movie, it would have been way better. So, when Skip and I went camping with our friends, we played the Newlywed game. It's a very funny story. You want to tell it? Go, Go ahead. ahead. So, we're playing the Newlywed game. It's a board game. You have little dry erase marker boards. Beth moved the camera on me, so I'm talking with my hands way down here. Anyway, so we had little dry erase uh, marker boards, and you know, just like the newlywed game, the game show, where the, you know, you have to guess what, you write down what you think your, you know, the answer to your question is, like, you know, if your husband had a Hollywood crush, who would it be? And so I wrote down my answer. And so, then the women have to guess, right? So we're at we're camping with six couples or so, and we're sitting around a campfire. We're playing this new little game. We're all young marrieds. I think only one couple had kids at the time. It was it was a really neat two day camping trip, and uh, um, so we get to us. And I think we were last even, and it doesn't matter. So we go around the circle. We get to us, and Beth goes Patrick Swayze. And everybody cracked up laughing like that was the joke. Like she was like just busting my chops or something. And then I flipped my board over and it said Patrick Swayze on it. Probably one of the few answers we got correct. Everybody's like, oh my God, how can you get that right? And I'm like, you know, it's Patrick. You gotta, you gotta love a, a dude that can not wear Super a shirt, cool, grease his chest, and do guy. a roundhouse kick in a bar. I mean, that's just awesome. <laughs> So yeah. if you guys want to drop your Hollywood crush in the comments below so we can see who else you Rest guys in peace, Patrick. Are Rest in, in peace. Yes, that's very sad. You still are holding a candle for him. I still am holding a candle for Patrick. I will see him one day in heaven. So what if our house in heaven was on the same street as Patrick Swayze? It would be a roadhouse. A roadhouse. That's a point so break. Awesome. It would be like on a surfing cliff. Point break avenue. Dancing hall nearby. Great. No, we just took that too far. <laughs> I wonder if God Himself right now is like changing the names of the streets in heaven for us. Now I gotta reassign <laughs> you, Skip. You're a stalker. Yeah. What if there weren't stalkers in heaven until Skip gets there? Be He's awesome. gonna be like, Patrick Swayze, I'm your favorite fan. 
What if I'm just following <laughs> Jesus around and he's stalking Patrick Swayze? That's how cool Patrick is. Jesus is like, this guy's awesome. <laughs> that would be so funny. We should do a skit like that. We just did. We just did. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. Um, yeah. So that was the surprise topics. Mixed. We had a mixed surprise topic. A first on Wednesday night, skipping Beth. Facebook Live, Family Faith and Foot Flops. Also known com. as Long Story Longer. Long Story Longer. Everything com. we tell. Just everything. Everything. Out. So, on the same topic of love, since this is a love week. This is all about love. It's all about love. Should I cue the What is Love song again? Yes. Don't, don't look at me right now. <laughs> I'm not looking down at my phone. Total Mom's Basement Productions. What? He's dancing along with us. Raise your hand. <laughs> can you guys hear it okay? Give us a thumbs up if you can hear it. Alright. Give us a thumbs down if it's that ready. burning your ears off. In case I need to go after it again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please go after it. Alright. What do you want to go to next? So we're going to go into some, are we going right into what love is and what it isn't, or what are we doing? I don't know. I think we covered the surprise topics. We did. Patrick Swayze and Chocolate. Patrick Swayze, that was well. our surprise topics. And I think that we should tell everybody some sage advice about how to discuss the birds and the bees with your children. Not safe for work. If you're listening to the replay of this right now and you're at work, put some headphones in. It's about to, yeah. get, it's oh, about to get real. Rated mature. Rated. <laughs> Have you met Skip? Rated immature. Yes. Immature. This is funny that you should bring that oh, up. Oh, yes. Please. Immature. Rant about immaturity. Is a word that people, boring people use Who you call to describe boring? fun people. Who, who you call them boring? So... Anyway. Fine. I'm the boring one. All right. Now that we have that settled. <laughs> you pay the bills, though, so you're not completely immature. You're not immature. I'm just teasing you. I am childish. You are fun. Childlike, not childish. You danced your right. neck off to that Dance What is Love off. song. <laughs> I can see myself in the video. That was so. some good dancing. You're excellent dancers. Thanks. <laughs> so, back to the birds and the bees. Oh, the birds and the bees. Birds and the bees. So, so we have we children. have several children, and we try not to give them too much information Four. too early, but we try to address things as they come up. I feel like four is the right amount of children. I think if you have a fifth, you went over the top. Skip. <laughs> oh actually, wait, is that Shreya still on there? Sorry, I didn't mean that. I'm just kidding. Skip actually told Shreya's husband yes. Have more children. Yes, I did. We have three children. Should we have a fourth? Yes. That would be great. And then they had twins, so they beat us great. to the punch with, to five. It's a race. Now we're going to have to have another kid. add some more kids to the bunch. No, we don't. Outdo the Dodies. We are not outdoing the Dodies. The Dodies win. <laughs> Dodies, Dodies win. You win. Champions. <laughs> Champion of the world. You get the trophy. So. We get the consolation so. prize. With our kids, as, as they get older, they begin to ask questions. But some really funny stories while we were in Hawaii. We lived on Big Island, Hawaii for a year. And Big Island is pretty rural. Um, a lot of farming and stuff. Some really, really big cattle ranches and that kind of thing. And we're driving down the road one day and the kids were in the back of the car. And there's a cow pasture next to us. Really windy road. Really fun. And Sophia goes, look, circus cows. And I looked over. I think she said, look, that cow is trying to stand on the other cow's back. What are they doing? Look at them. What What are they doing? And yeah. Daddy goes, they're circus, circus cows. cows. And she's like, look, circus cows. <laughs> and so they, then she was trying to say, if he gets his back legs up on his back, they will be awesome circus cows. And she was like <laughs> talking about that. So it was really, oh really funny, right? So then... A month later, maybe? I don't know. We got a new house. Uh, we moved from one place to the next for our permanent residence in Hawaii. And uh, in the back of our house was all wooded. And we had know, 15 wild chickens or something in the back. 15, 20 chickens. And, uh, you know, a couple of roosters and stuff. But there was a bunch of them back there. And Sophia's looking out the back window. And she goes, look, there's circus chickens. Circus. 
kiss chickens. And the chickens were trying to climb on each other's backs so again. Perfect. It just happened to be the rooster and the hen. Who but knew you knew know. that chickens even did that. And so. so we had a little conversation with our kids. <laughs> so, like, the kids leave the room, and Skip and I are looking at each other like, oh my gosh, should we even keep this going? Like, this whole, yeah. they're, you know, going to sit there and say in front of somebody else about the circus cows and the circus chickens. So we're like, oh, I guess we have to approach it. I guess we have to yeah. talk about it. And so we called our two oldest into the room. So that was, that was like two years ago. How old were they? Like 10 and 7 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. So we called them into the room and we're like, okay, about those circus they, cows. <laughs> about that circus chicken. When they, uh, it's funny because they, when they would ask us where babies came from and how they came about and all this, Excuse me. We would tell them that, you know, God takes a part of daddy and a part of mommy and that's and, and makes the baby inside the mommy. And so then when we had the talk, we're like, remember when we talked about taking part of the daddy, taking part of the mommy? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, that's how it works. Yeah, that is what he said. <laughs> that's how the part of the daddy and the part of the mommy. It's like an actual physical process. And they looked at it and they're like, and they looked at They realized like that we had, you know, been circus parents. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and they both were like, <laughs> So you just hate that point where you have to horrify your children, but. At least we got ahead of it and yeah. didn't like let it go on too long without them knowing what circus animals were like. Yes, so that was our <laughs> birds and the bees talk. Hi, Noel. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Noel. So sorry that this is the first thing you hear from us, but apparently it's not circus animals in the yard. Apparent. Apparently, that's how the circus babies get created. That's how circus babies get created and circus parents. So for a couple years now, our kids have been aware of these things and without too much information. And you we know. do homeschool, so you know. We have to we give have to them some information. Health class. <laughs> so, you know, I got to thinking last week that our kids are getting older now. And so I was like, you know... Kids, you don't have to practice kissing before the time comes, just so you know. How'd that come up? I forgot how that came up. It came up in my brain. That's it? Mostly because I don't want homeschool kids, like, practicing kissing on things or whatever. (laughs) Each other. Oh, my God. It didn't stop. Make it stop. So, (laughs) I just wanted to bring it up with them, like, hey... You don't have to practice kissing ahead of time. So then I started joking, you know, hey, once you kiss, a baby just was, shoots out. She was cracking herself up. She's like, I it's like a Pez know. dispenser. It's like a, pe- a you know, Pez like dispenser. You know, like when you pull her head up on the Pez dispenser and the candy falls out? Baby. That's how babies come out. And, she, and our kids <laughs> the were kids, like, The kids are laughing because we had already told them yes. about reels. But, circus like, they wouldn't make eye contact antics. with us because... <laughs> Anytime we talk about circus activities. Yeah, it's really funny. So, anyway. Anyway. So, we say, keep it light, make a joke out of it, answer their questions. Make it fun. Honestly, though, yeah. you know, give them some information without going down the road of too much information. Are you going to play a song for us? We're going to be playing this on and off all night. Oh, you guys are happy to see these dance moves. Yeah, you are. (laughs) There's some good shoulder swing. (laughs) You like that girl in the back. I'm your fly girl. It reminds me of the SNL skit, if you guys remember that one. With the, uh... The two guys, Night at the Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury's. That's not exactly how it went. <laughs> I can't make my neck do that. That's what they were doing, right? <laughs> Popping their heads. Anyway, I think I just pulled a muscle. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're so old. What? You're so I, old. I think every week you say how old I am in this video. We gotta oh. stop that. You're making me okay. Fine. old, secure, insecure. <laughs> You're so young. <laughs> Thank you. You got the moves. My gray hair. You're so handsome. I do have some gray hair in there. Did you guys see that? Wow. Oh my gosh. You're so young. So young. You got the moves. Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) So, the reason we're playing that song is because it's been stuck in our head all week. 
Yep. Now that everybody's talking about Valentine's Day. Yeah, stuck in y'all's head all week, too. And love. We figured we'd share the pain of that song being stuck in your head. Like the song that never ends. Do not start singing that song. <laughs> I won't sing it. It's already stuck in your head. So, I think that we just wanted to talk with you guys for a few minutes about what we think love is and love isn't. Now, that's an almost inexhaustible topic. But... There are a few things that you could touch on. I think one of our kids is out of bed. Did you hear a sound? I didn't hear anything. Hi, Rosalind. Congratulations on your marriage. You're married. Rosalind Kernick. Kernicks, Kernicks, Kernicks. Congrats, guys. Gloria's on. She says we should practice our dance moves for a reggae concert on the 18th. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Well... Most of us at our wedding quote this one part of the Bible called 1 Corinthians 13. Oh, uh, look at that. Blue light. I'm, I'm the leprechaun. Yeah. I'm the leprechaun. Is this good for video? Just lighting? <laughs> no. So. <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. Stop it. Um, so we will like read this little section, but then let's talk because it means so much more in practicality in real life. So love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Boom. I'm glad Skip didn't elbow me at the irritable part. Mm. Because P PMS is a real thing. I was elbowing under the <laughs> under the camera view. You can just barely see my arm oh, moving. Oh, love <laughs> is not irritable. But sometimes <laughs> Beth is. <laughs> I didn't say it. No, you didn't. See how scared he looked for a uh, second? It's making me itch. My <laughs> eyes twitching. It's been a sort of week. <laughs> but love stayed on. Mm. Did you just tell everybody you had PMS? No. Oh, you said a PMS-y kind of week. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't have PMS. It's just this one of those the TMI of episode. TMI. Instead of the love episode been renamed the love episode oh my gosh the tmi episode my <laughs> god <laughs> all right so what love is and what love isn't yeah so i think that we have seen a lot of what love isn't in the world so one of the things that love isn't for sure is selfish so love is not a demanding and pouting and manipulative sort of thing. So I really think that um, we have to be careful because selfishness is something that we kind of can naturally fall into. It's very natural to be selfish. So it is outside of your natural self in order to, you know, care about someone else. So... Um, do you have something to add there? I think that we can all just picture like the, you know, pouting, demanding, you whatever. Oh, yeah, but even on a lighter scale, it is much easier. I mean, it's easier to kind of go into selfishness in a way of just kind of doing what you want to do even. Like, you know, in a, in a household like this where we have a family and four kids and the whole thing to kind of just be like, you know what, I just am going to watch four hours of football on Sunday and then on Saturday I'm going to play seven hours of golf and like those kind of things without thinking of the family or what you know anything like that those are selfish tendencies that are outside of even the extreme selfish tendencies of kind of that demanding whatever that you're talking about you know so maybe it exhibits differently between men and women you know maybe women it's more of you know like a emotionally controlling sort of thing which we're going to talk about control in a minute so and maybe with men it's more of like you know escapism or thinking um maybe both genders are like that i don't really know but yeah. um i definitely think that we have to 
you know, think outside of ourselves when we're, when we're in a family, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a roommate situation, if you're in a marriage, or if you're in a, um, a situation where you have kids or you live with parents or whatever, just any kind of, even coworkers, like this love is broad. It's not just in a marriage situation, but certainly shows up there to think about someone else and consider their feelings and to actually forego something that, you know, you might want, but isn't what's better for the whole as a unit. So I think love also is not rude. And that's definitely something that I, you know, definitely have to think about and not do more often than skip maybe. But when you think of rude, you're thinking of irritable and resentful. So if you have these kind of tendencies, if you're if you are naturally someone who is selfish or rude or, you know, even if you have a hint of it, this is just a good encouragement or reminder without any kind of shame and without any of that, just to go, oh, hey, they're right. It's not love. And so you can start a process of eliminating those things from your relationships. Yeah. If you realize, you know, hey, I'm in a cubicle land and I'm always the one who has to have you know my music or the fan pointed towards me or you know whatever so just whatever situation you're in just consider the other people that you're in love them well by not being selfish not being rude not showing up to work and just because you're tired snapping at someone or microwaving fish in the break room <laughs> don't be that guy <laughs> <laughs> don't be that don't be that <clears throat> guy that microwaves fish in the break room no and uh, we want to encourage you to not be controlling. So one of the main things that we wanted to talk about tonight was how love isn't controlling the person that you're in a relationship with. Love isn't telling your husband what to do and how to do it every moment of the day. Love isn't, you know, demanding that your wife have your dinner on the table. Because if she loves you, it'll be there. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> You think you're so funny. So funny. So funny. I think that it's very natural to try to control people when you're in a relationship. I see it in my children. This well, is just an innate thing. And quite honestly, it's very difficult to control yourself. Like, right. I mean, that is like one of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. It's like said in the Bible and the scriptures that mm -hmm. you should have self-control. Like it's telling us that because it knows we're going to have to work on self-control. So like if we have difficulty controlling ourselves, then to turn around and try to control someone else is, is just way, way it's off. It's a fear thing. Yeah. It's based in fear. If you're trying to control the people that you're around, it's because you feel insecure or out of control. And so you're going to control what you can by telling them what to do or how to do it. And you know, you don't want to be that nagging, nasty person. If you're in a marriage, you don't want to be 40, 50 years making the person miserable. Yeah. And Kristen joined and she said, don't hey, be Kristen, microwave fish dude. Don't be microwave fish dude. Or dudette. <laughs> if you're going to be at work. Brett's on with his new wife. Hey, Brett, Brett how's it going, buddy? Congrats on the... On the wedding. Janeska's on there. So we are, I'm glad you guys are joining. We're just talking about some of the things that love is and love isn't. So when you think of things that love isn't, eliminate control from your relationships. Yeah. We see it a lot in our children. We have uh, four kids. And so they are constantly in like these mini power struggles to see, okay, well, you know, we're going to play a game, but I'm going to be the boss in the game and I'm going to tell you what to do and it has to be this way. And so a lot of what we do as parents is just getting them to think, oh, there's a different solution besides, you know, you know, Jude doesn't have to be the blue robot. He could be the red robot like he wants, you know. And so it's the same way in our home. I my If I want the garbage taken out, it doesn't mean my husband has to jump up and go take it out and walk the path that I'm telling him to walk. You know, like I don't need to micromanage and 
control every single bit of him because in love there's actual freedom yeah there's self-expression he gets to be him in all of his glory and i get to be me in all of my glory and the two of us together get to be this yeah you know superpower team together yeah and, and i feel like you know w when you really are focusing on what love really is in your family and your, your relationship with your kids your wife and, and even with friends and family and people you work with you begin to especially people you're around a lot you begin to get into a nice flow um and because uh trust begins to build right so when you're loving well and loving properly without doing control then all of a sudden you have trust and you don't uh fear you don't feel unsafe and those kind of things so you know because of you know the, the us being married for over 18 years now you know we've kind of gotten to a nice flow of 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 things where you know the garbage you know we have kids that do the garbage now most times but every once in a while uh, and I think it even happened this week you know we do a compost bucket with our food garbage for the garden and then well it's a compost pile that a garden started growing in TMI different yeah. story <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, uh, it, it, the, the compost bucket and the garbage were full you know to the top and I just grabbed them you know I was walking by and I saw them I just grabbed them and take it you know take the stuff out and and uh and beth said wow thank you like it was just one of those moments like i was just doing it because it needed to be done she recognized it, i said thank you and then it was a good moment for me and beth and jonah whose job it is to do that because she was able to say jonah do you see how your daddy's serving you doing what you should have already done and it was like oh yeah thanks dad it's like yeah no problem i was walking by to take care of it so all of a sudden he sees me serving him and showing grace because he didn't do his chore and just I was just doing it it wasn't even for a lesson's sake but those kind of, that kind of flows in your household when you begin to live in a place where you want to um, you know love well and love properly and boy did we get that wrong a lot especially early on you know like you get married or you are in a family your sister your parents you think that whatever they do reflects on who you are and so then you try to control the other person because you're trying to get them to look good so that you'll look good you know like okay my husband can't be his real self because that's too crazy and I want to look good or for yeah. him he'd be like you know oh we have to be this perfectly looking good couple and so my wife just can't shoot off at the mouth and say whatever comes across her mind or whatever as if i could ever stop that <laughs> but we certainly did try to control each other yes, early did. on you know we were taught that like we were literally taught that with people above us uh people that you know were married longer than us we had mentors uh, mentors we had people in different churches kind of teach us like this is how you need to be this is how you need to act and it, you know as it's you move on you mature right it is a bad you know, thought they process didn't know right. better. so then we were able to like to be able begin to learn it's like blinders being pulled off you know you begin to see like oh wait a minute this is not the best way to do life it's not the best way to do love then all of a sudden you're like wow like I can trust my wife to be who she is. Like I said tonight to her, um, and she's asking me a bunch of questions. She wanted all the answers. I said, Beth, you don't talk to God's wife. You get to talk to God. Like you get to go straight to the source and get these answers. You are a praying woman. You're a powerful woman. You get to do these things. You don't have to come to me with all these little things. And it is one of those moments where you realize like, hey, wait a minute. This isn't me lording over my wife and uh you know living in a way that i've got to tell her how she's going to do things and you know control the way we need to look as a couple and all this other stuff no she is a free independent married woman and i am a free independent married man and we've come together as uh one one flesh one unit and we're able to be free to be who we are but also to know that we operate together and so yeah. And, you know, Skip's done a lot to empower me and reinforce because I'm kind of a more, you know, mild personality or, you know, like it's one of those things like if you reach for something, your hand gets slapped, like you don't reach for it anymore. You know, so then Skip and I went through a process where I had to feel comfortable being free. And so we've gone through this kind of process. So I think that 
parents also go through the same thing where they think that their kids' behavior is a direct reflection on them without taking into account the fact that children are, are individuals too. They're free people making their choices. So I can be a good mom and my kid have a meltdown at Target and you know that doesn't change anything. You so to Target again? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to encourage you, you know, like obviously we're going to do our best as parents and we're going to um, try to raise them well. Or if you're a teacher in the classroom or something, you, you know, you're trying to control everything so that you don't get embarrassed or so that people don't judge you. But that's not how it goes. You know, like people are going to do what people are going to do. If someone's going to be someone who judges people, then they're going to judge you no matter what. And obviously, they have that kind of same judgment for themselves, or they will be judged that same way. Yeah. So, that's not grace and freedom. So, and I think that honestly, um, you know, as you go through life, and and you learn that you can't or you shouldn't even try to control people, then all of a sudden you find yourself journeying with people. So, if this person is making these mistakes or doing these things that you think are off, that's okay. That's their journey. It's their experience. Like it's their life experience. Now you can, if, if, if you're in a place where they allow you to come in and kind of give them advice or, or, uh, wisdom and that kind of thing, then yeah, please do. I mean, don't let someone jump off of a cliff, but if, if you're, if not, you know, and they're going to ask you for some of these things and you can give back and forth. Well, in my experience, this is how I did it. Never, you should do this. If right. you don't do this, you're wrong. Um, you have a saying. I have a saying, don't should on me. So, um, you know, people tend to do that. Skip, you should do this. And I'm like, eh, don't should on me. If someone um, is shooting on you, then you probably have a warning flag saying, yeah. hey, this, you know, right. can be a controlling situation. So... It doesn't mean you have to completely break connection necessarily, but what it does mean is that yeah. you kind of have to have a boundary so that you can be who you're supposed to be. And and I've definitely yes, and I've definitely found that as you begin to journey with people, okay. In my experience, this is what I've walked through in a similar situation. But you know, your situation is your situation, not mine. It's different. It's from a different angle. It's from a different viewpoint. You have different life experiences. Everything is different about it. It's a similar situation. It's not the same situation. So then if you find yourself journeying with somebody, even if they're going around the mountain a long way, you journey with them and then when they get around, they know. Like Skip loves me. Skip cares about me. He connected with me. He told me what he would do and his life experience what happened with him. I did it the opposite way and look, he walked with me the whole time. So this is a, a, is a really beautiful place to be in and you'll begin to realize that you have deeper, stronger relationships and connections with people when you begin to let them have their life experience and you journey with them. Now there's there's definitely give and take. There's definitely going to be times where you need to give people advice and you know I'm not talking about the the far side of these things where you know someone's doing something that will harm themselves or harm others obviously step in and, and and intervene in those things. But you know these should I go to college or should I go to work? You know those kind of questions those are, well, here, let's talk about that. I don't know. What's your heart? What's, here's the pros. Here's right. the cons to both sides. We all have personal opinions, but when you're asked advice, instead of trying to control someone and tell them what to do, I do believe that yeah. it's more loving to have self-control on your part and not tell them what to do, but to help them figure out what they really want to be Ask doing. Ask lots of questions. When you get these questions that can, can be controlled, you, you're able to give controlling answers. A lot of times the answers that in our society would be, you have to go to college. If you don't go to college, you'll never succeed. You'll never, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so those are the kind of things like that are, are, are over the line. So you really have to be like, well, why do you ask? Well, what's your heart say? What do you want to do? Do you want to take a year off and then go to college? Or are you passionate about college? Why, why wouldn't you go to college? Like these big questions allow you to enter into journey with that person. Now they're answering these questions. Well, I don't know if I can afford college or I don't know if I'm ready for college. Now those two things are fear. So it's, you're able to see that 
um, that question and you get the answer and all of a sudden now you can go after fear because fear's not allowed. So if you're in relationship with me, if we're journeying together, then I will never let fear rule. So I would come after that and I would say, well, those are fearful things. So do you want to go to college or not? Because you're saying you wouldn't, you don't know if you can go to college, you don't know if you're ready or if you can afford it, then those are fear things. And then all of a sudden they go, oh yeah. So now we have a trust and a faith issue. And, and so we just talk around those things and next thing you know, you have this relationship that is, is lifelong. I mean, it really is. So. And we personally feel like that um, God gave us free will and so that it's a yeah. requirement for us to love people well is to extend the same things, yeah. to parent people the same way that God parents yep. us. So uh, free will is part of the equation. Not making someone else's decisions for them right. is to love them well, is to empower them to choose well to be wise in their choosing. Yeah. So that's a couple things that love isn't. Love isn't rude. So what is love? Love isn't Wait selfish. A I wasn't even ready to Love it. isn't controlling. What is love? We are excellent dancers. The only <laughs> dance move I can do in this phone. If I get a little crazy, I'm out of the phone. <laughs> Oh, the arms are up in the air and everything. <laughs> so let's talk about what love let's is. Let's talk about what love is. Love is many. Yeah, straighten out my shirt many after all them moves. Things. <laughs> However, one of the things love is is making your wife laugh at those dance moves. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, babe. <laughs> you do make you me laugh. laughing at my dance moves. You <laughs> One of the things that love is, is this. Self-sacrifice, which Skip was sacrificing any kind of, you know, looking good for giving what? us those dance moves. <laughs> dance moves were great. <laughs> love is not trying to tear your husband's <laughs> dance moves down when he thinks they're awesome. <laughs> I tried to get Brett to record a video of him dancing to that song. So that we could like somehow play a clip. I don't know how people do that, but maybe you guys can send us some videos of you guys dancing to that song, and we'll pop it up on the thing so everybody can on see the each other Family dancing. Family Flip Flops fan page. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, we fun. should put it up on the please Facebook do page. to that song. Yes, please. All right. So love is love is self sacrifice. Self sacrifice. Love is many things. I think that love is self sacrifice, and love is choosing connection. So. Yeah. I think that um, when we think about self-sacrifice... Well, the, the problem with the word love is we use it for so much. And like I know everybody's heard that before, but we use the word love for like chocolate or conversational hearts candy, right? I love those. Only chocolate. I love we the chocolate. Love I love chocolate. the conversational hearts candy. Yeah. So I love that. I love the ocean. I love my wife. I love uh, minivans. I... <laughs> I love you're the only you know one. so we use the word for everything so now like uh, you know because we have one word love like when we start talking about what love is and what it was meant to be it, instead of just being this loose kind of word that we kind of use for all these different things love is what love is self-sacrificing love talking about relational love now so self-sacrifice this is how I'm talking about it right now is that it's caring about the other person and considering them, you know, and maybe putting yourself on the back burner. Like when Skip comes home and I've been home with the kids all day and I've got a crazy look in my eye and he goes, how can I help? So he's sacrificing what he wants. He'd probably like a little bit of time to just sit and chill. But, you know, he is willing to sacrifice that for love's sake, for the fact that he wants to plug in with the family and be a benefit to me somehow. I think that, um, what are some other ways that we sacrifice? Every time that you choose to be patient or kind, instead of giving someone a piece of your mind, that is self-sacrifice. That is yeah. choosing love. Yeah, and I think that's, like, in, especially in a marriage relationship or a dating relationship, that's the, the one of the hard points. Like, if something happens you know like it's easy to fire back you know and that's not self-sacrificing that's self-protecting the longer that well yeah even dating i guess but the longer that you're together 
kind of let down your guard and take each other for granted and you're more apt to you know kind of snap at someone or whatever be rude or whatever and so I think that um, it takes self-control it takes patience or kindness in order to really show love Lana just made a good point that self-sacrificing is not doing it to be a martyr that's passive-aggressive so absolutely being a martyr is not what we're looking for or self-sacrificing that goes against your internal barometer of what's right like you know if you know you shouldn't be doing something and then you're like oh it's a sacrifice because I love them I'm gonna do it anyway even though you know you're not supposed to do that. Did you like that voice? I did. That was like the, that was like the country bear jamboree at Disney World voice. Uh. <laughs> that was even better. <laughs> Take it up another Just notch. Keep on coming. <laughs> do not be a martyr. Do not be. We're not asking you. We're not saying this is not doormat approved. You know, like we're not saying that yeah. you don't get to have a voice. We're saying the exact opposite. That love does have a voice, but love's voice is grace without shame so love speaks up and tells the truth but love does it in a way that it also covers yeah. over um, any shame that would be involved with the rehabilitation of the process best grandparents there's a story that they we've heard in the family many many times from them even when they were still alive um, were on the subway they lived in New York and going to work and grandma was pregnant and very morning sick and it was freezing cold outside in New York in the winter and they get on the subway and it's literally shoulder to shoulder people standing all in your space. I mean, if you guys have ever been to New York on the subway, you know how it is at rush hour. And so they were on the subway and this is what was going on and she looked at him and she whispered, I'm gonna throw up. Like, I'm getting sick, morning sick. And what do you do? Like you can't get off the train. You can't even bend over to puke on the floor. Like this it's just was in the fifties when they were all wearing suits and average stuff. Everybody's suits. dressed yeah. up. And so uh, Grandpa just opened his jacket and hugged her and and let her get sick inside of his jacket on his shirt. And I was like, what? He tells, <laughs> Skip looked at me. And we were kind of newlyweds. Uh, yeah. He's like. I would not I do that for you. you. Just so you know, that's never going to happen. I would have opened the guy next to me's jacket <laughs> and barf on him. Puked down his shirt. <laughs> but, uh, so I was like, Grandpa, what'd you do? And he's like, I, when I got off the train, I got off on the street and went in an alley, found a hose and rinsed my shirt off and went to work. And I was like, wow, that is self-sacrificing. Yeah, that's that ultimate and, levels. Yeah, that was very ultimate levels, obviously, but... He loved his wife in a way that was so self-sacrificing that he didn't. He covered didn't. her shame. He covered her, right, from being shamed or, uh, you know, talked poorly about or whatever. You know, it could have happened on the New York subway to, you know, to to two Hispanics in that time. So that was, it's a really great story of self-sacrificing love. He loved his wife that much that he wanted to cover her and and, and for her not to be embarrassed or shamed, so... When Lana talks about that um, someone's being passive aggressive, like what kind of things would you like give a couple examples or something of what you think that would be passive aggressive? So I, I think that people end up doing it more than they realize that we sometimes, you know, are hinting kind of strongly, but not coming out and actually saying something like, or just thinking it, like kind of passing judgment in your mind and then just kind of throwing out little lobs like, oh, it'd be nice if someone did the the garbage around here, you know, or something like that. But, you know, not coming at the person because you're still kind of afraid of how they're going to react, but not coming to them in a healthy communicating way either. So did you want to add anything there? Yeah, I mean... Uh, even on the to use the trash example like to kind of be like well this was supposed to be taken out and nobody did it so I'll do it and yeah, just kind that's of the martyr thing yeah the like, martyr and I'm you know I guess I'm the only one yeah. who cares about the status of the house you know right. stuff like that is not going to help your home be a, an environment where anybody wants to be there yeah, and you a, know a good speaking of the environment of your home I think a really good exercise when you're trying to get into a place where you're creating an atmosphere of love in your home is to ask constantly all day long almost in every action that you're doing is this 
making connection or breaking connection. Because if you feel like it's breaking connection, like being passive aggressive or or any of these kind of things, you know that that's breaking connection. You you know that the other person in your family uh, is not going to be like, oh, thank you, my, you know, like it's you're breaking connection. I'm so glad that you right. said that comment under your breath to me because right. now I realize the error of my ways. Right. And, 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 and a lot of it's heart posture. So then if your heart posture is right, like the, like what we were talking about earlier with me just taking the trash out because I walked by and need to be done, then then all of a sudden that becomes a really neat moment where you know Beth saw what I was doing and mentioned it to me, which is not even why I was doing it. Like, oh, thank you so much. She's like, oh yeah, no problem. I saw it need to be done. And then for you know my son to come in and, and to have that whole thing going on that we talked about earlier. Um, so it's just, if you ask yourself that constantly, is this making or breaking connection? If you're breaking connection, you need to adjust. If you're making connection, then you're in a really good place. So maybe that thought has never crossed your mind before. Maybe you didn't realize that you were either working toward a connection or away from connection. If you're trying to protect yourself or hide from your um, person that you're in relationship with, then that is a, a breaking connection sort of thing. You know, like if you're feeling unsafe with sharing your feelings or uh, whatever, then you're protecting yourself. You're separate. I'm getting distance. I'm seeing how far away I can be from you. But love is strengthening connection. So love is choosing connection again and again and again. So that's the main yeah. thing that we want to bring up with you is that love is connection. Yeah. Love is choosing to connect with someone without getting offended. Love is going, okay, wow, well, maybe they didn't realize that they hurt my feelings or maybe they did realize. And either way, I can address this with them without you know, separating myself from them, you know, yeah. like we've started to get better at this. And, <laughs> we only took us a and long I think, honestly, time together. It, this even goes with thought process, right? Am I making or breaking connection with this person in my thoughts, right? So if we go yes. into like this person barked at me at work today, well, we can break connection by saying, I can't believe they did that. How dare they? Blah, blah, blah. I've worked so blah. You know, just go on and on and on in your thought process about, and you're breaking connection in your brain, in your thoughts. Yeah, it starts in your Or head, sure. if that person barks at you at work and then you're like, oh man, they must be having a really rough day. I hope everything's okay. And your heart is genuinely like, oh wow. Then all of a sudden in your thought process, you're making connection. So it definitely starts in your thought process. Yes. And it, 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 if you practice that even in your thoughts, then you know, when it, you know, out in the open with people, it becomes super easy. Am I making or breaking connection? Yeah, I think that a lot of people are concerned about their reactions or that, that their heart's going to be exposed uh, with this ugliness inside. But if you have a steady diet of, of self-controlling those thoughts and choosing connection, like you're reining in the thoughts that you have and they're coming from a life source instead of um, this negativity and stuff, yeah. then you don't have to make up this rigid set of religious rules in order to, you know, okay, well, I have to remember to do this. If they say this, then I have to do this. You know, like if you're going into all of that, you're still in a head game instead of going, okay, well, I'm choosing to think the best of people and I'm going to know that my husband is on the same team as me and I know that he loves me. So when he just said that, it wasn't so that we could be separated and for him to hurt my feelings. So I can tell him, hey, that hurt my feelings. When you just said that like that, I don't know if you realize this, but you know this is what I'm feeling when you say that. And then we're able to actually bring it out into the light and have a discussion, which is then strengthening the connection between the two of us. We're able to bridge that gap and be able to go, Okay, well, you know, and if he goes, you know, most of the time he's going to go, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings just then, or I'll say that to you. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings like that. You just totally hurt my feelings when you said it that way. <laughs> I'm using you as the brunt of the <laughs> jokes. Yeah, no. 
And so then, or, you know, even if he doesn't bow his heart and go, if he, if he's like, well, I meant what I said, you know, or whatever, then I'm at least still, my part of the connection is open. I'm still trying to love him by bringing it up to him and opening the dialogue and having connection with him. Yeah, when I take a hard left, you know, Beth is really good at that, you know, trying to keep connection in most cases. Yeah. <clears throat> I have lots of practice on that still. <laughs> so. Yes. Don't agree too strongly. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want to share? I think that's it. I, mean, I think that we've gone quite long tonight. Longer than normal, I think. I don't It's probably been an hour, right? Yes. What an enjoyable hour an enjoyable it was. enjoyable hour. Thanks for joining with us. Hey, we want to encourage I you. Actions about you, then it's easy to get away from being loved because you make it's it about you. Comments. Yes, I agree. That's very good. There's so much to consider as you love people, as you be in relationships and of any kind co workers, spouse, yeah. parenting. So there's a lot to think about. But same here, like you can totally just um, focus on keeping the connection. Yeah. And that is going to help you use that exercise that exercise has worked well for me so practice it try to use that exercise once a day is this making or breaking connection super super easy it'll change your life you can hook up with us on on all the internets social medias on twitter i'm skip swiger and she's beth swiger and facebook's the same and snapchatty and all that so we love you guys love each other well this week have a wonderful week all right. Love you guys. Bye. This has been the Shape Your Family podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. There are lots of ways you can connect with us online. Go to shapeyourfamily.com where you'll find helpful tips and links to our social media. Remember, your family life is important and what you do each day matters. When you shape your family, you shape the world.